Hello, Health Rebel, and welcome to the Spiritually Fit Podcast, your space to explore alternative healing for mind, body, and spirit. It's my belief that when you connect to and feel safe in your body, you reclaim your health story and empower yourself from the inside out, leading to lasting and sustainable results. I'm your host and coach, Leisha Fox, aka your body bestie. As a women's health and spirituality coach, I know you're here to learn how to live your one brilliant life without the burnout. So grab your hot lemon water and get ready for your body breakthrough. Let's begin. Welcome back. When you are listening to this, well, when I am recording this, it is the Wednesday right before Christmas. And I know I put out that episode of how to reclaim your power during the holidays. And this is going to be a very similar conversation because the holidays bring up a lot of different emotions for so many. And I'm, I don't know about you, but I am recognizing that a lot in not only myself, yet also those I'm intimately connected with. And for those of you who reached out and like congratulated me on my new relationship, thank you. That, that really just expands my heart knowing that we're in this journey together and also a huge thank you and sense of gratitude for those of you that share part of your story with me and are sharing your journal entries and um, going back to beginning episodes what if it works um, and releasing resistance like uh, those are really powerful episodes and when you do the practices offered I'm telling you it's going to elevate your experience in life And really, part of this podcast is to help you relieve any sort of suffering or experiences where you feel like you haven't been able to step back into your power to bring some awareness around that. So, Merry Happy Holidays. And (laughs) I've had so many enlightened conversations this morning, and that's why it's really it's really important and necessary as you're starting this work to not only have me in your ear, and if you aren't joining one of my programs or getting coached or mentored by somebody, to make sure those who are in your core group also retain your core values. One of mine is consistent growth and really unapologetically so. If you're in my core group, you know, those are women and men uh, who deeply identify with transformation and are willing to make space consistently. And it leads me to the lesson for today, which is around beginner's mind. When I first started meditating, when I first started meditating, I was taught by Michael Beckwith, who I reference here often, beginner's mind. And there's a word for it. I can't really, I can't remember if it's Japanese or not, but it's shoshin. And shoshin is literally saying, like, every time I sit down, I am a beginner at this. And I I invite you to look at your life and the ways in which you relate to people and how quickly we can become, and this is really just an aspect of the mind and a desire to identify people with certain compartmentalizations in your brain, right? Like, oh, that's Susie and Susie always has drama around the PTA at school, so I avoid her. Now, if Susie is starting to have her own awakening, her own expansion, her own like questions, and you've been doing all your own inner work, she may feel inclined to start asking you about that. But if you've already 
put her in a box of like she's never going to grow and that's the only way you see her. Remember, we've talked about this a few times on the podcast where you have the ability to see the highest. You don't have to be a spiritual practitioner um, and be trained to be able to see the highest in someone. Now, does that mean you have to engage with somebody? Um, And this will wrap back around to family. Like, absolutely not. You don't have to participate with anyone on anything. Yet part of what will make life so much more magical is if you are willing to have your own reality questioned and maybe get a little bit uncomfortable with allowing someone else to show up as a different iteration of themselves. And I was saying this to a friend of mine that we give artists, musicians and poets and you know, writers, all of this space to be different, actors, actresses, entertainers, to show up. They dye their hair and they, for this album, you know, Billie Eilish came out with that album recently and she went through all these stages to get her hair platinum blonde and it was a softening around her femininity and what's expected of her as a woman and that's beautiful. I am like a lover of the arts. It is integral to who I am. It's part of my expression. As you know, I have a uh, Instagram directly connected to just expression and my own explorations through sexuality and love. And if you haven't checked that one out before, it's Joan of Words, and you're so welcome to go seek it out. The reason it wasn't a part of my original um, Instagram was this fear that not all of me is welcome. And you know, part of my public persona, and we all have a public versus private persona, is a coach and a guide and a light worker here on this earth at this time. And it almost felt like I didn't want to confuse the message. And I'm really questioning that now. And as you've maybe seen, if you're following along on my Instagram, there are some changes happening over here at Leisha Fox Incorporated that are just powerful and I'm ready for something different. And what that entails, you'll see on January 11th on 111, I am releasing something completely new and it's more me than anything's ever been. Anyway, let's go back. Artists, entertainers, we allow them to transform themselves in this for the sake of art, but don't you dare, you know, go to your family Christmas and cousin Tony has dyed his hair blonde and now everyone's got something to say about it, right? Like, it's interesting how we are all humans having this experience and yet some are put on a pedestal to be able to evolve and change and it's acceptable. Whereas others, it's like, you will literally threaten my reality because it doesn't threaten your reality if Billie Eilish changes, right? There are going to be people who disagree and who say they liked her music better before she dyed her hair and went in her voice, you know, in this season changed. At the same time, though, it's really none of our business. (laughs) And that's kind of how I feel about my family and about my friends and in my intimate relationships and my now relationship is I have the gift and the ability of every day greeting them with beginner's mind and saying, who are you today? Because here's what happens. When you start doing this work and you're like deeply committed to it, you're in it, you start to get, and this is just my experience for myself and with coaching others, 
you start to get kind of like a spiritual ego around it of like, oh, I know what they're going through. That's their victim consciousness. And, you know, you almost start telling their story for them before they give, before you take the time to sit down and really navigate it with them. And this is how I healed the relationship with my parents was I started to ask questions of their childhood so I could get a clearer picture. And I let them know it was truly out of like a deep love and curiosity of understanding them. I wanted to understand where they came from. So that way I could then have empathy and compassion for the people that they became and also an excitement for who they are still able to become and giving them that space. To me, there is no greater gift than to give that to somebody. So when we're talking about gifting and Christmas, gift somebody the perspective that they could be anything they want around you, (laughs) except for abusive. (laughs) That's a no. Um, so obviously I'm not talking about relationships like that where there's abuse and, uh, physical, mental, emotional, or otherwise yet it not only freed me through forgiveness of what I had felt were, you know, painful, uh, disturbances to me in my childhood. And it also helped me disidentify with trauma Because let me tell you, in this work, you can always be opening up to your trauma and understanding your trauma, and you can be in the cycle of trauma for the rest of your life. But at some point in time, you guys know, um, I've told you about my coach, Nicole Sylvester, and she really snapped me out of it this year with my drama around money, where she was like, look, here's the deal. You can live in this story of I'm not good with money for the rest of your life, or you can decide to step out of the drama and reclaim your power. And that's really what expansion and empowerment is all about. And part of even the opening segment of this podcast is about reclaiming your health and saying, you know, let me take a deeper look and become an advocate for my own health. And part of your health, part of your nourishment is your spiritual nourishment. We cannot only work on the level of the body and negate your spirit, negate your heart. Um, negate your, your mindset. It all works together. And that's part of what's evolving right now in the spiritual and personal development industry is for so long we've done working on the mindset. And that's beautiful. And I think that's great. It's a good place to start. So is the body. The body tends to be a catalyst for many. Yet at some point there has to, there gets to be a harmonizing of all of these levels. And Utilizing this podcast as a place to really nourish your emotional, mental, and spiritual state is powerful. I utilize audiobooks, um, YouTube recordings, prayers. I'm very aware that my word is a spell and my perspective is magic. So as you're getting ready and you're navigating this holiday season, you know, there's oftentimes reflection. We just had the winter solstice, which is the darkest day of the year. And guess what? That means today is the beginning of the light finally lengthening. And there's nothing wrong with the darkness. In fact, I'm really starting to feel this desire to uh, set up my business to where I get to roll with like the seasons of the Northern Hemisphere where I live. So in these winter seasons, I'm doing a lot less launching and selling and talking about my programs. Right now, I am stoked. I am stoked for the free challenge that I have starting next Monday. 
I'll put the link in the show notes. I highly advise it is five days of free coaching with me. You want to be in this Zoom room, trust. I am literally bringing all the heat because guess what day it ends on? It ends on the 31st. And we are literally launching the second week of January, the second round of Spiritually Fit, the eight-week course. And I had someone reach out to me uh, recently who listened to one of the podcast episodes and she had said um, that she's now getting all this awareness. Thank you. But now what? And I created Spiritually Fit as the now what answer. Like, here you go. This is where you start. (laughs) This is how I'm giving you the cheat code through your own inner like experience to activate your DNA on a level that maybe uh, would take you a little bit longer if you did on your own working to navigate that. All right, hone it back in. So the longing, the reflection time. Utilize this time to deeply reflect. Reflect on how things used to be, you know, before COVID, before so-and-so got married, maybe even when you were a kid. And it's okay. It's actually really beautiful to reflect and have that lovely balance of longing for how things once were. Yet allow yourself to face the truth and the reality of how it is today. And notice any discomfort that you may have in specific relationships. This is a great time to look at your most intimate relationships or those that aren't intimate anymore. Maybe you went through a divorce this year. Maybe you had a miscarriage. Maybe you and a very close family member had a falling out. These are very difficult things to be experiencing in your life. And so use this time to not just cover over all of that and to really say, I'm going to have beginner's mind with this. What is this experience offering me in this moment? And how can I gift? How can I gift my presence? How could I gift the value that I have that is already within me, that is innate within me at this space? I was just telling a girlfriend yesterday, you know, it is a gift when you've done so much of this work to be able to watch somebody, witness them, not watch them, witness them really holding space while they're sharing a story of like maybe trial and tribulation of something they've gone through. And you're not saying like, well, this better not define you because I want you to be exactly who you were yesterday. And that's going to just really mess with my reality. If you become a bigger version of yourself, a different version of yourself. And I think this happens so much in our intimate relationships where we don't allow, you know, my relationship with my parents, especially when I was in my early twenties, I never hardly talked to them. I had so much bitterness and so much like hyper independence of you know, I don't trust you guys. And there's lots of times you've let me down. So I'm going to, (laughs) I swear my dog waits to like scratch her ear (laughs) until I'm recording. Now, I decided to release all of that as I got older and started to have compassion. I have a journal of one time I went to my mom's, I visited her and it was maybe like 2018. And I just sat there and like, asked her question after question after question of her childhood. And I was like, give me the nitty gritty. Give me like what your experience was. Because regardless of if anyone in the family says it didn't go that way, that is their perspective. And I want to give you permission just in this moment. I want to invite you into, I don't care what anyone says happened to you in your life. 
from your family, if that's how you experienced it, then that is what is, that's how it went down for you. End of story. Can you guys tell? I am like freaking on one right now. And you get to claim and honor that. And sure, you can pull yourself out of the perspective. Maybe something that was highly traumatic to me, my brother was right there and he might not have found it very traumatic. He might have been like, this is cool. It's like the story of a roller coaster ride, right? Two people on the same roller coaster. One person has one hell of a time. Their hands are up in the air. Like you remember um, the Emperor's New Groove, put your hands in the air, use my. So they're having that experience. The other person is white knuckling it with their eyes closed and in their body is activated in severe fear. And they're like, let's, <laughs> let's get off this ride. And so afterwards, the other person's on a high, the dopamine was released. They also had the adrenaline, but they did the opposite side of the fear coin, which is excitement. They both literally have almost the same exact response in neuropeptides released in the body. Like your body is literally having the same neurochemical reaction of excitement or fear. It's the meaning that we put to it. (laughs) So that is the meaning that that person in your family put to it. So a lot of times I notice fighting in families because one person is saying that's not how it went down. And the other person is like, actually, that's exactly how it went down, according to me. We're seeing this happen with vaccinations and, and the virus. And last year it was Black Lives Matter and it was Trump versus Biden. Your experience, I cannot negate your experience ever. I cannot. And so anybody who reflects back to you, know that if they were to honor your experience, it will directly upset theirs, right? So like, this is, this is my juicing you up for Christmas. And even if you are whatever holiday you celebrate, (laughs) maybe you just had Hanukkah and I'm sorry to have missed you. I want to be as inclusive as I can on this podcast, but you know, There's going to be multiple times, even in the next year, that you're going to get the opportunity to come to someone with a different energy. This is a statement I have been saying for so long. What is not said is felt. Now, I do this experiment all the time. I will think of someone, I'll go to their Instagram page, I'll flip through it and be like, wow, I really wonder how she's doing, what's new in her life. Boom, boom, boom. This is like what I call like the algorithm of the universe. I'm like literally calling this person in and then she'll message me on Instagram, right? And I'm not surprised. I've been doing this for quite some time. We have free will though. So she could hear the ping and be like, oh, let me see how Alicia's doing and then not say anything. But instead she hears the ping and she immediately responds. It's cool. It's cool when it works. Um, It's cool when it doesn't work too, though we have free will and I trust that each person makes a decision that is right for them. So going back to really the, the main threads of this episode is longing and also a deep reverence for reflection and beginner's mind, right? I invite you to ask for miraculous perspective. I started rereading um, A Course in Miracles and going through the 365 days of lessons. And it's really a deprogramming of the mind and the psychology behind like Christ consciousness and miraculous perspective. That might not be your vibe right now. If it's something you want to check out, I highly encourage it. I've been on and off with this program since 2017. And I always feel like I'm a new person who is coming to it. And I'm sitting 
for the first time. And there's so many gifts that can come to you when you sit in meditation like it is your first time. Now, there are certain things that can be automated, right? Like, But we lose the magic when we automate too much, when we automate our lover's voice, when we automate our coffee in the morning. And I get it. Some seasons, I don't have kids yet, but y'all, I want them. And I imagine there are going to be days where it's really hard to like step into that magical space, Leisha, because I've had two hours of sleep. I get that. Yet a lot of the anxiety and depression that lives in this world is just missing the magic. How beautiful is it that like you get to make your coffee in the morning and take a hot shower? And I think that gets misconstrued, right? Like when you were at the kitchen table and your parents would be like, there are children starving in Africa. And you're like, I don't even have like a relevant feeling in my body for that. I I don't have an experience of what it's like to starve. It's hard for me to relate. I will tell you, traveling to third world countries really did change my perspective, but only for a short time. I would come home to my perfectly manicured grass in Costa Mesa, my gorgeous like two-bedroom condo, and be like, before you know it, slipped into the monotony of comfort. And it's why it's necessary to like continue to pull yourself out of that, get into beginner's mind. It's why I do the ice plunge that I do because it's a consistent level and tester of, you know, my internal levels of comfort because my external is being challenged. Where have you challenged your external levels of comfort? Have you pushed yourself a little bit at the gym? Have you sat a little bit longer in a conversation that makes you want to run out of your skin. You know, being in this new relationship, there's a lot of times where I'm like old patterning shows up and I'm just like, you know what? I'm out. (laughs) I'm really not at all out, but (laughs) I know he listens to this podcast. So I'm just like, just so you know, baby, I'm in. But I've given myself permission to hold at the same time my discomfort of being seen in my vulnerability while also accepting this other person's witnessing of it and and love at the same time. And you get to do that when you're with your family and you really hold the space. And it might be annoying because if you're listening to this, my guess is you're the black sheep of the family. You're the one who thinks different, does different things. Like someone the other day was like, well, I, I doubt you're anyone in the family talks shit on you. I'm like, disagree. I'm sure they do. But my level of care for that is null. Almost because I'm so willing to understand that I'm here to threaten people's reality on purpose. I am literally here to trigger you into your own awakening, into your own awareness, to show you where you are living in comfort and mediocrity. And that's not what you're here to do. And if there's one thing I am stoked to do this holiday season is to shift your perspective into miraculous, out of mediocrity, out of the mundane, back into where can I just get present? You have to practice it. Practice it. Practicing presence makes permanence. As Michael Beckwith says, it doesn't, it makes progress. Yes. It also makes permanence. And it is a struggle at first. When you first ever sit to meditate, the ego comes in and is like, shush, 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 let's go to sleep. Let's go to sleep. This is boring. Let's go to sleep right? And you're like, oh gosh, it's so boring. Or it gets louder and you're like, I can't shut off my thoughts, aka I cannot meditate. Not true on either. I've helped people with ADHD meditate. Like it is a willingness to continue to sit in your own discomfort. So 
because this podcast is so deeply based in the body and embodiment of practices, I invite you to sit in your discomfort, not past your safety levels. Note that. (laughs) If, you know, Auntie Crabapple digs into your love life to the point and starts to get like aggressive and abusive because you're not answering the way that she wants, that is okay to step away from. You don't have to keep holding space. So there's discernment here. But allow yourself to sit in your body and try not to reach for the wine right away to silence what the, the signals and the triggers because there's nobody like family to push the buttons because they installed them, <laughs> right? And if you are someone who doesn't spend the holidays with your family, and in fact, you do it with friends or maybe you're going to be alone, really choose it. Really choose wherever you go. Instead of going and fighting it, well, I have to come because if I didn't, they would be mad. No, you don't have to do anything. There are multiple times I needed for my mental health to not be with family during the holidays and it was fucking fine. It really was. And nobody hated me and those who did got over it. (laughs) So that's an invitation for you is to stay in your body in the times where you want to disconnect, you want to disassociate, you want to eat the pie so you fall asleep, you want to drink the wine so that way your mother who's like grinding on your nerves, you don't have to like really feel it. I invite you to lean into that discomfort. Discomfort. That is going to be your ice plunge (laughs) for this season (laughs) is to lean into the discomfort and say like, I am literally resourced and able to handle anything. I can do this. And I'm going to look at you differently. And I'm going to give you the opportunity because there's nothing I disagree with more. There's probably other things I disagree with more. But something that really dries, really grinds my gears. If you guys watch Family Guy. Okay, if you don't, you don't get the reference. Is when someone says, oh, but they'll never change. Oh, but that's just how they are. Eh, Disagree. If we don't bring a new perspective and an openness and a willingness for them to be different, then yeah, they will always seem the same to you and you'll miss the subtle shifts that are happening within them. And that's a huge gift to be like, oh my gosh, mom, you haven't once asked me if I'm in a relationship yet. Thank you for just letting me be. I really appreciate that. It's always a part of my anxiety. I'll tell you what, if there's one thing people appreciate and also dislike about me, It is my ability to say what is exactly on my heart and my own discomfort. And it's charming and endearing. And it's also annoying AF, um, depending upon where you're at (laughs) in your day and your growth. So the more honest you are, no one can read your mind. No one knows what bothers you. They can't just know. Be willing to speak for your needs. And final, final, wherever you go, going back to that lesson, freaking choose it. (laughs) Don't resist the choice that you made because then you're going to have a terrible holiday experience and it's going to be like why am I even here everyone just sits on their phones they're sitting on their phones and it's driving you crazy you say it hey do you guys all want to play a game I know it's annoying and some of you don't like board games but we have uno and I think I could probably kick all your asses at it so let's go I'll put money down whatever you have to do (laughs) yeah like don't expect people to just become aware because you you've done the work yourself right like that's on us who are doing this work, who are choosing to show up in this light to turn around and say, okay, I'm going to shift this experience for me. If you want to get on board, awesome. You know, maybe only two of your cousins are like, all right, let's go play that game. 
And then you enjoy it and release everybody else who is not jumping on board with your high energy train. Okay. And honor yourself. If you're like, I'm coming to dinner, but I can only be there for two hours and then I must go. Stop putting yourself through positions just to please other people because ultimately all you're doing is being a grump in your energy. Like I said, what is not said is felt. They're going to feel that. So boom shakalaka, more love and energy on you. If you haven't signed up, we're going to wrap it up here. If you haven't signed up for the challenge, please do. And I don't say please because I'm begging you to. I just say like, you're here. It's free coaching. If you can't show up, you get the recording. And I'm inviting you into the most exciting free experience, immersion experience that you're going to be able to have online. Like if we can't be in person, I'm going to energetically rock you via Zoom. So let's go. And you're going to meet women who you adore and who are doing the same work as you. One of my, just the last session of Spiritually Fit that ended, they met up in person and it was just like, I live for it. I'm sending you so much love. I know all of these lessons are like, it's easier said than done, okay? It's all just an invitation for you to elevate your own experience during the holiday season and to rewrite the narrative that this is a stressful time. And if you are in grief this season, to allow yourself space to honor that. Really do. Hold both the beauty of what is transpiring for yourself and others and also those who you may uh, be missing, who have ascended and and uh, transitioned out of out of their human body, right? Like, let's send them love. Maybe you put out a plate of food to honor them or their favorite wine or something. You know, there's ways that you can incorporate them into your holidays and continue to keep their, their energy and memory alive. One of my favorite lines from 2019, a song that I listened to constantly was, they say you die twice. The first time is when they bury you in the grave. The second time is the last time that somebody mentions your name. So keep their memory alive this holiday season if that's what really feels juicy to you. Love you all so much, my health rebels, and I will talk to you soon. All right, health rebels, thank you so much for joining me once again for another episode of the Spiritually Fit Podcast, where you are becoming your body's bestie. If this episode has inspired you, elevated your thoughts, or expanded your perspective around what your body is capable of, share it with someone that you care about. Better yet, share it on your social needs, your Instagram, whatever. Tag me in it. I would love to reshare. We can just keep this circle of love and elevation going. Also, it would bless me so much, and I would be incredibly honored if you would review obviously, authentically and honestly, whatever is on your heart. And of course, subscribe because I don't want you to miss out on anything. So until next time, cheers to your inside gains. See you then.